Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 114, we in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazone. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, please five-star rate us and leave us a review because that helps with the algorithms. Okay, episode 114. Weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm cooling. I'm cooling. Uh, I guess we can, we can go off the record, off the rails a little bit. I definitely am focusing on where I spend my time nowadays. I guess that's what I've been thinking about this week. Um, I think that elaborate what, what you I mean, mean. Like, I think you, you know, you spend time working with children, you spend time with them, and it's like, you know, they ask you some shit sometimes. Like, yo, you always wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> I had look, I was like, what you mean, little nigga? What you, what oh, you yeah. heard? <laughs> but, uh, wait, you, wait, I ain't gonna lie to you. Them little, them little nigglets is, uh, is <laughs> they be coming after y'all lives because I saw a, a, a TikTok, I mean, a video on the shade room where this lady was talking about, oh, can you get a man? Yeah, I could get a boyfriend. And the, the kid was asking, like, are you sure about that? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no, <laughs> the yeah. kids will tell you about yourself. kids will tell you about yourself. You know they rock with you because they're going to be mean to you and they're going to ask you some real questions. And when they sad, they come to you. That's how you know they rock with you. But they were just asking That's that stuff. Right. And then I was just thinking, I was, I don't, I, a lot of shit I was watching and reading this week had to do with, like, you know, people being in these positions. But it's like, yo, not realize they overdoing it and they're replaceable. Or, like, you know, you're with kids. Like, I had a, a couple of days where I was with kids, like, six, seven periods out the day. And it's just like, you are burnt out but you know there's no there's no sympathy in that regard it's just like damn you do all of this to make x amount of dollars and not saying money is everything but it's like then you know you're you're burnt out it's not a job that you can really you don't get to like it's not over once you leave which is something i i want people to like really understand like once you're done with work like your your daily responsibilities you got to grade you got to plan you got to create like i have days where from the time i wake up to the time i go to sleep is work, but I'm only getting compensated for those couple hours. You know, I'm in I'm in the building. That's a fact. You know, and it's like you have hobbies and you have ambitions and you have side businesses. Like you have thing a lot. Of, you have family, children, girlfriend, wife, whatever. I want to have fun. It's hard to balance, and I'm just like I, had, I was just been thinking like, how did we get here? Not in like a negative way because I'm very fortunate to have a steady job where I'm provided. I mean, yeah, provided. you're grateful. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's just like, damn, you know, I remember having that. Interest. We could do everything, whatever we want. And even like um, a year ago, we was like, yeah, we could do whatever we want. But it's like you get so caught up in your job and having to rely and work with other people and then taking it to the education lens. You're working with young people who don't even know themselves, but they think they do. Because I'm in middle school. And, you know, middle school is crazy. It's fucking bananas. Like anybody that works in middle school, like they used to be like, yo, I would never do that. I'm like, why? That's a come up of age because you have a lot of people who's exiting out of that night that child that child mentality to now being a teenager when the adolescents the young adolescents when they don't want to listen and they think they know everything yo bro but it's like the last two years have been where i've really seen it and it's like 
there is no remedy for it because again, due to COVID, a lot of these kids miss those. A lot of the mistakes they're making now, they should have made in third, fourth, fifth grade. They're making them in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. It's like, oh my god, what do we do? We're not prepared for this, <laughs> you know. And I'm at a pretty well, a pretty, I'm at a pretty good situation, pretty good school. Let me put, let me put, let me let me put, uh, let me put a, 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 a lot of bad analogy. They're going to be the people running the country soon, bro, bro. And it's just like, I, I, I root for them, but it's just like, how do we get here? Because I'm really like, yo, I'm tired. And sometimes, no matter what you do, you feel like, yo. What, what? How I don't have a lot of time in the day. I can wake up earlier. I can go to sleep later. I can shift the way I do things. But it's like there's such a need, and you just feel like the answer shouldn't always be to get out of the classroom because it's like that's where you have a lot of it. But it's like you see so many other systems that could be improved to help not just students but families in, in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like damn. So I just really been like in that space of like I think. At least for me, I I I, I kind of go through that same predicament in the sense of just because you know I me, mean? I like to stay late at work and put in hours. Sometimes I just think one thing I'm starting to learn is my life is full of cliches. I'm starting to like understand why cliches become cliches because they all they do have like a deeper meaning to it. It's controlling what you can control. If you can, if you can improve us, if if you have the ability to approve a system or approve a situation. Then, then do it. If you can't, just focus on what you do have control over, and then maybe that can possibly trickle down to stuff that you might not have control of at that moment, and you could possibly have it in the future. Well, then, and even, then you can make time. Even in that regard, though, it's like think about where you're at, where you're working at. Like, is this what you saw yourself doing five, seven years ago? Hell no! I spent years in a in the healthcare sector, and you, you you we was in the same course in college. I you, I never talked about nothing about no damn healthcare. And <laughs> also think about like it. that. Do you think the amount of work you put in fairly registers know, as no. your in your not even just your happiness in your happiness and in your pockets? Um, it did help. It did kind of help with the happiness because I was in the healthcare nonprofit sector, and you do realize there's a lot of people, especially just in New York. Like you realize, there's so like me being in that and working with other organizations. There's literally an organization for any problem that you have. You know, be, prior to that, you know, talking to people in the community and just talking to peers and all that, you hear about certain problems. You know, your your parents might have or certain other people might have. And then when you do get in this industry and you realize literally there's an organization for everything. It's just that being in New York is kind of hard to market because, you know, New Yorkers can be standoffish and shit like that. So it did kind of warm my heart to be able to deliver services to people that probably didn't know and that can help them. Because sometimes when you don't have that service or you don't have that facility you that can damage your mental health and everything so i was grateful that i was able to alleviate certain things but as far as my happiness no because the time that you put in never amounts to how much you worth and to be honest with you it could you can even fact this in the nba you think lebron as much as he done for cleveland all those contracts do you think the NBA is giving LeBron all the hours? Mind you, this is a person who spends millions of dollars on his body to do this for 20 years. I don't think the conversation wasn't enough, but do you think LeBron is happy? Shit, he might be. He might be. 
Maybe. I'm just saying. LeBron also has billions of dollars to go say any <laughs> but, 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 but even with LeBron, look at him. He, I remember he tweeted probably a couple months ago that, yo, I want to, he, he tweeted like, yo, I wanted to feel regular. Like, I want to be able to step outside and go to a grocery, go to a, to a market and walk without being hounded or having security, or I'll be able to tweet something or say something. Without, without facing any type of, without having no hidden meaning in the news outlet picking up the next day sort of thing. So we all kind of strapped either way. You well, know? tell that nigga to come teach a class. <laughs> <laughs> try, try to teach kids how to read in the social media era. I dare you. I'll go. I, let me get that million for my body. Let's go. Let's all right. So you're going you gonna to sub for him for this the game six? Shit, I, I could have subbed to him last night. But we'll talk about that in a second. How you feeling about yourself? <laughs> huh? How you feeling for yourself? How you feeling? Oh man, I don't know, man. I, I'm feeling better. Like I ain't gonna hold you. My mood is definitely picked up. I didn't know. I like I said, like prior episodes, I didn't know I was one of those people that suffer from sad, and not the emotion. Sad, the acronym. I'm not gonna say the whole acronym. But now that the weather picked up and the weather is warm, like I'm feeling, I'm feeling so much better. I started going to a chiropractor, bro. Them shits, them shits is elite, bro. That nigga did the Y strap on me. I was just like crack. I was like, oh. I know, I know, my body was full of knots and all that. So I'm, so physically, I'm feeling way better. <laughs> so I'm happy in that regard. But uh, one thing I'm just trying to focus on, you know, I've been focused on this year. I kind of started this year off a bad note, but I'm just trying to discipline myself, trying to discipline myself, trying to complete stuff, be more impulsive. That's really my goal this year: is be more impulsive. I feel like sometimes when you work hard for something i think you probably might attest to this and you have stuff to lose it makes you question every decision that you make and now sometimes that makes you miss out on opportunities because you have to take time to listen but as we know time don't wait for no one you know okay that was a good that was a good that was a good check-in all right so to start the episode off we want to send our condolence to my frat brother and just uh, civil rights, just great musician, human act, human rights activist, actor, Harry Belafonte, R.I.P. Oh man, I mean, I can't really be too sad because you know he he ninety six or ninety three? How many? Uh, what year? He was ninety six. He was ninety six years old. He lived. He lived a, a fruitful life. He had he accomplished a lot, bro. One of the first African American TV producers was one of the first African American men to to win an Emmy award. Um, you know, he actually in one of the TV shows that he produced, he actually was able to have white people sing along with black music. The accomplishment is a long list, bro. What's your what's your what you gotta say? It sucks because we're losing our heroes. And I think that that's something that can't be lost. Mr. Belafonte was a legend in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. What he'd done. You think about him, Sidney Portier. These were guys who, at a time when they weren't even letting us sit at lunch counters, you know, they were on white TV winning major awards. Making He had one of the first Billboard, oh, Hot, 100, yeah, one of mm-hmm. the first Billboard Hot 100 number one songs, right? So, and the fact that they weren't afraid to use their platform and their fame to, you know, call out injustice and speak out against what was happening to our people. It was a beautiful thing. And I think he's lived, a, like you said, 96 is a, a long time. He's seen a lot of change. He's seen the first black president. He saw Dr. King. He was friends with Dr. King. 
he did a, a lot of stuff. And you just really have to appreciate that to understand the barriers and the doors that he broke down for our people. So it's definitely a, it's a sad thing. And I think it's like, you know, you want to show love to the legends and warm, like welcome them out of their hair. We lost Mr. Portier. We lost Mr. Belafonte. We lost Mr. Russell. Guys that really did a lot of amazing things for the community. So definitely just want to send love and light to his family. Now, I know it's sad, but I losing them to today age, I I don't know if this sounds insensitive, but I appreciate that more than lose losing them into senseless reasons and other such things as that. You know, yes, our legends are dying, but at least they're dying in of old age compared to other legends that we had that, you know, probably died off of some a mishap or a senseless act, a senseless crime act. So I kind of appreciate that at least 96, bro, bro, if you get to live to 96, bro, you, 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 you took, you, you gain everything out of life. You feel me? I hear you. I, just, I, I think that it's important to also note that just like, you know, our, our legends today have different factors, <laughs> you know, gang violence, gun violence, the CIA, never mind. I was watching too much snowfall, but <laughs> I digress. Oh, God. We didn't even talk about that our last episode. You know what? We live this two topics I want to talk about. 420, shout out to all you 420 niggas out there. Y'all was over here. I ain't going to lie, bro. They have something called um, at Terminal 5 called the Olympics. <laughs> Where niggas would shout out to shout out to Styles P and Jada because they were performing and they had like a whole bunch of um weed strain over there. So shout out to the four twenty ones. And also we didn't talk about the end of the snowfall and just that big debate. And also, you know, Slick Clown me though. I don't we're not gonna talk about this too much, but fuck that it. movie let's fuck Acrimony. It. Fuck it. Let's, huh? let's just have a fun episode. Let's go fuck these topics. You wanna well we definitely Mr. Belafonte, not that. We do want to throw some, oh, yeah. some info out there, but let's we can have some fun today. We can talk about it. All right, but R.I.P. to Jerry Springer, though. Jerry Springer is the first. I I feel like that's the nigga that you feel me. You you go viral, Jerry Springer. I fuck with Jerry Springer so much because he he was an equal opportunist for everybody. He had black people looking crazy. He had Hispanics looking crazy. White people, you name it. So that's why we always support Jerry Springer in the hood. You feel me? If you had Channel Eleven, bro, you always watch Jerry Springer. Sometimes it came on at a at eleven. And I, he even, before he died, he he stopped that show. He became a judge. I don't know how the fuck he became a judge. I didn't know he was a lawyer. But <laughs> shout out to R.P. to Jerry Springer, bro. He, I remember one time, this episode, and it was on Twitter, when he had the mob versus the <laughs> KKK. Maybe what other television show would have that on there? White people fighting each other like that, bro. Jerry Springer was that shit, bro. Nah, you're right. Jerry Springer, definitely R.I.P. to him. And the black cableless households, he's a legend. <laughs> he's definitely a legend in a black cableless household. Come on, now, I had to give that shout out to him. Though. Him, Maury, and the PBS showrunners, they held it down back in the day when you ain't had no cable. So Protect Maury. Protect Maury. Yo, Maury, protect your health, bro. We need you out here. You're the last of the Mohegans. But back to this movie that Slick was clowning me for, um, Acrimony. Now, shout out to TikTok, though. Because TikTok, I've been watching movies and TV shows, and I haven't watched no full episode, none of these full movies by itself, but I've been watching it on TikTok. So I came across my shit on my For You page of to, of, of people having a, a, a debate of who was wrong in the movie Acrimony with, with Taji P. Henson. Then I started watching this shit on TikTok, and any person that said this nigga was wrong Y'all women need to be put in a mental health facility in the G building. I do not care what y'all say. She had no type of reason to go on this nigga's honeymoon yacht, 
pushed all the staff members off the damn boat, shot this nigga, <laughs> and pushed Shorty off the boat. Slick, come on now. <laughs> For the record, I didn't make fun of you because of your take. I made fun of you because you were talking about a six-year-old fucking movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't see a TikTok show that I thought it was new. I, <laughs> I was sitting here like I know this nigga is not fishing for stories when this fucking after this movie came out. When we was fucking in grad school. It was so good. I had a tweet. It over tweet like that, so I had to. Bro, that shit was so. So let me get this straight. So the movie starts out. Give a quick rundown, quick synopsis. Uh-huh. So she met. So she met this nigga in college because they bumped into each other in the rain, and he returned her paper, and then he found out this nigga is extra smart. But and then he was trying to invent a battery to sell all throughout the years, and she was funding him one point two million dollars. And then during that whole time, he couldn't. His invention wasn't going off, and he had to work odd jobs, and they wasn't able to pay off the mom's house. So she ended up losing her mom's house. And then she ended up listening to her sisters, and then she ended up leaving him and divorcing him. And cool, my guy started working as a server, and then he had a business. He had an agent or a business manager, a fine shorty. She plays in the future soon, so she's helping him collect the deal from this big corporation. They offer her. To, they offer him a first deal. He didn't like it because he wanted his IP. Then sooner or later, he finally able to create it, and they offer him millions or millions of money. So. As a kind gesture, he came back to her. Like I said, she invested $1.2 million. He gave her $10 million back and repurchased her mom's home for her. Mind you, they've been divorced for a couple of months by then. And she's already dating other niggas, got, getting, getting <laughs> fucked. No, no, they already got ran through. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Already no, getting fucked and whatnot. Soon, and then he pulled up to her job in a fresh suit, and he was before before he gave her the money. She was already being mad, dismissive, like, "Oh, what the fuck you want for me? What, why you do what you doing here?" After he gave her that money and all that back, Shorty showed up that night to his crib and tried to slang coochie on him. But come to find out, that business manager came out, and she was upset because she felt like Shorty is living a life that she's supposed to live, and and then. She went all batshit crazy and tried to kill them. But Slick, uh, is he wrong? No. Yes, he was wrong for being a bum nigga, but it was a nigga with a dream. A nigga with <laughs> a nigga <laughs> a nigga with passion. You jumped off the boat too soon, mama. <laughs> and and you lucky this nigga gave you money back because technically he did not have to give you no money. Uh yeah, nah. It definitely was they both wrong on both parts. I think as a man, he was definitely so invested in his passion, he didn't realize the strain he was putting on his relationship. But it showed that if he he stayed diligent, he was able to make it happen. She jumped off the boat because she was listening to her her chicken head friends. But that's what happened. You made a decision. You got to live with it. Like, all right, you one hundred, you one point two. You's ready to take that L. He's ready to take the L. So the fact that he gave you the bread, it was a clean break at that point. It was like, I'm not mad at you. I understand what you did. Why you broke up with me? I get it. This is just me saying, like, it wasn't. It was. It was always real. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think again. It wasn't about the man at that point. It was about the lifestyle. She's like, oh, my, I'm about to be out here in these streets. I'm rich, rich. It's like, you are rich, rich. But at the same point, because I think she had money from her parents dying or something like that, right? If I recall. Oh, uh, no, she did. No, no, she just lost her, her mom's crib. No, no, but she, 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 just, had, she had money, I think, that from something in the beginning. If you gotta watch, you oh, yeah, know. in the beginning, and that's yeah. how she invested $1.2 yeah, million. She had niggas in upset. him. I'm about to say, come on, nigga. I actually watched the whole movie when it came out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, yeah, so. She was she was wrong because she was she was embarrassed. She was like, "How's this bitch going?" Because if he didn't have a new bitch, he just like, "Nah, I don't want you." She'd have been all right. But I wouldn't accept. I I would be upset if he accept her back. Like, nigga, you you left me. Now that I'm up, 
she felt entitled because he's like, yo, I invested all this money into you. I spent 20 years with you. But homie sat there and begged in front of your family to not, to not break up with him. And then he begged in front of the attorney to not divorce him. But you gave him that. You listened to your, 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 your little boneheaded sisters and stopped believing in the man. And then now this chick believed in him. And you were upset and then started stalking the social media. And then you saw the scene of Shorty picking out the dress. Oh, that should have been the dress I should have got. Oh, they picking, they doing this. Bro, you, once you divorced me, you cut your, you, that lifestyle or whatever your access to me is over. Hey, love is love. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was girls on, on TikTok and other stuff going crazy. Like, yeah, Shorty was, Shorty was justified in what she was doing. First of all, how the fuck she got on that damn yacht? <laughs> which, which, which could work, could be a CIA agent for all I know. <laughs> for you to sit here and, and 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 get on that yacht. And then my part is how the fuck you made the the, the crew jump ship out here, bro. She had the tooly. I ain't gonna lie, that's violation. <laughs> she had the tooly. It was over. But nah, it definitely is one of those. Share wild- your notes. Let me have this debate. You feel me? All our social media is in the link below. I want to have this debate. Just know y'all be talking to me. I've seen the movie already. I've made my peace with it. I'm still mad about Janet Jackson killing that man and why did I get married too? But it's okay. That's why I don't fuck with Tyler Perry. (laughs) (laughs) But this, I'll give Tyler Perry correct. um, Good credit for this movie alone. This is when he can portray both sides as bad because usually one movie, he had, he had, he had, he had girls throwing, um, wait, he had a, wait, what was that movie when they was throwing them kids off the damn house outside the window? For for colored girls or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Now, Snowfall. Let's talk about Snowfall. What's your thoughts on the ending? I mean, it's poetic. I think in the sense that it's a... I think John Singleton had some of the most realistic takes on what black life and black culture is. So the fact that he was like, yo, Franklin came in with 12000 <laughs> that nigga left with 12000 mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's like a, it's like the stock market. That's how I looked at it. I was like, you can get up crazy, but once you get up and you start losing, you do everything to keep it and get back and get more. And in the end, sometimes you're lucky to even get that, get back what you lose, right? Franklin was really, that last season was an addict. He was a microcosm of what he created in his community. And the fact that now he's a member of his community, he's that crazy alcohol that's going to be on the street. Like, yo, I used to have a private jet and all these bitches, and I was out here buying. You know how many niggas not going to believe him? (laughs) Right? He became his father. He became Alton. Ooh, you know they said, and, and and they pinpointed to the first episode of season one of how what freedom meant for him, and and they and I love how I love how when shows tie back in that so that makes you want to rewatch the whole show. I think it was poetic. Uh, you know, I'm kind of upset. I'm not. I, I think top five one of the one of the best black shows. If you want to put up there, it could compete with The Wire. I know there's been a debate against Snowfall and The Wire. I kind of this season, I I felt like Franklin was justified in everything that he did. My nigga was trying to come out. First of all, he got portrayed by his aunt and his uncle. My nigga tried to, and then that white nigga, you feel me, Teddy, took seventy three million dollars, bro. If, if a nigga took, if you had seventy three million dollars, and then the next day somebody take that shit, you're not going on a rampage, my guy. <laughs> but think about the reaction. It was like his money was his drug. Because what does Franklin say the whole time? Oh, I don't drink. I'm not on that type of time. That's so a fact. He started acting like a fucking crackhead about his money. He was robbing people, killing people, fucking seventy okay, three million. That's seventy three million back then. So that's like two hundred million back then. Right. You telling me right now, if you had two hundred I put two hundred million dollars in your account right now. And the next day, 
I took it from you, bro. With no, 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 no real reason except for because we find out towards the end, Teddy took it because he felt like he controlled um, Franklin and he felt like he built Franklin. He could take whatever he could get out of Franklin. You feel me? That money did not. To Teddy, it felt like that money didn't belong to Franklin. That was his money. It just that's the so imagine a nigga do that to you. That's you telling me you're not gonna burn that nigga with oil too? So that's why his daddy died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sta- I'm, I'm stabbing. I'm stabbing the daddy. I'm, 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 I'm digging up your brother from the from from the grave from who died from a heart attack. I'm burning him. I'm coming after the whole fam, bro, for my two hundred mil, bro. Nah, dog. I get it, but if you really watch Franklin's movements, right? He went from happy go lucky kid, didn't understand the street life, to murderer, kingpin, destroyed his community, was willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. any and everybody to get what he wanted. Right? He was. And it was juxtaposed by what happened to Mel, what happened to her father, what happened to Kev, what happened to Kev's family, what happened to fucking even Leon to a sense. Cause you gotta think about it. Leon got the best story. Cause what happened? Kev died. Sissy ended up in jail. Jerome died. Louis on the run. Frank is the drunk alcoholic who no one's gonna believe shit about. Leon, his 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 low point was he killed that little girl. Right? He was able to come out of that. Didn't go to jail. Pen the murder on somebody else. Go to, he, he married a crackhead. <laughs> but see, he married even, a damn crackhead. Even in that, even, even in that, that's not even funny because it's like, yo, Wanda was another one. So a nigga hit, hit the product he was selling. Love of his life got hooked on. He was able to get her cleaned up, help her, or she was able to get cleaned up. They were able to find each other again, get married. He's able to find some simple happiness, but also did not just leave his just like you know exit stage left on the shit he created. He's trying to help. The, he's the last remaining leg trying to fix the community. Right? He even tried to help Franklin. And Franklin's like, yo, I'm free. I don't want nothing to do with this shit. Leave me alone. I don't blame him, though. But Leon's the only but one. I, but, but, but my thing about it, Slick, you're correct in what you're saying. But my, I can make a case that Franklin didn't cause this for him to do all of this. It's the people around him. Franklin had a plan. Franklin knew what he was doing. Everything that Franklin did, at least I could say from season five and season six, is a result of other people's action, other people's um, flaws and insecurities. Because with Louis, Louis always wanted to feel like she's the one in control because, you know, at that time, women, you know, even when she was in control, niggas was going to Jerome. Fuck Louis. Fuck yeah, Louis. but you know, but that's one of the stuff. Because even I even care. I forgot the I forgot the girl in the club's name, the the club owner that oh, died, Claudia or something like that. She 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 basically gave a foreshadow of who Louis was. They told us so everything. We got to do that. They told us everything. Jerome that was, was happen. too. Jerome was too infatuated with Louis, so he was gonna follow Louis to whatever. Kev Kev was a dumbass. Yo, wouldn't listen. Yo, but we were. Did you really watch the show? Everything that happened in the end. Was predicted in season one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Every, yeah you're right. You're correct. So it's like you could kind of see it, and it's like again, I I look at Franklin at com- in comparison to the crackheads he created. It's like at a oh, point yeah. you ain't got shit, and it just sucks that some of the best TV characters in the world in, in black in the black television world have definitely become crackheads because you got Lamar over on BMF. That nigga got dropped on. But you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate that they never showed him using it. They only showed him drinking. And I think that was a that was a chef kiss right there because you saw everybody else using it, you saw everybody else hooked on it, but Franklin, the one person. I think that they said he's what's it called? He's just an alcoholic. I don't think they say he's a crackhead. I think they said. Franklin. I think so because I think he. Oh, but he, he was, was just doing fun, that. He's making fun of somebody. Yeah, 
But no, I think they they definitely have Franklin as just an alcoholic. Because remember, that's the one that's the one line. When you think about it, subtleties. I don't drink. I don't drink. He ain't started drinking until shit was going real left with his fucking money. <laughs> That's a fact, but it, and I don't blame him, bro. Seventy three million dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that shit back in blood. Nobody know how, and he was trying to get out, and niggas kept pulling him back in. The niggas wasn't working with him, but I, I think they, they think they're talking about a Wanda spinoff, which I'm, 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 I, Leon's going to be a part of it because I thought Leon might die. So now that I know he's alive, I know he's going to be a part of it. I don't know where they can go with it. Because now they in the nineties. The rumor is that it's supposed to be like she's supposed to get a record contract, so she's gonna be like in that death row era of music and seeing how they use the drug money to turn it into record labels and try to wash it that way. Ooh, I'm I'm I'd be interested in that. What would they? Because I know even though it was kind of based off the freeway Ricky Ross story, who would they base? She might be. I don't know. I think that's the that's the the cool opening part. Nobody says she's gonna be a successful artist, but like to be around like the Shugs and the Dre's and the Pots and the NWAs, that could be interesting. Especially in the early nineties. I know. I'm be, I'll be down for that. I'll be down for that. But like I said, Snowfall, one of the greatest series ever. I love that they kept it short because sometimes what happens is they try to prolong series, and that's when towards the end the series kind of lose its. Yeah, so I uh, appreciate. It. Shout out to shout out to you, Dane. You you got your girl. You feel me? I thought y'all broke up for a second, but hey, we good money out here. <laughs> All right, just quick prayers to Jamie Foxx. You know, if you didn't know, Jamie Foxx suffered from a stroke out here, but what they saying that he's alive and he's talking. So, shout out to Jamie. I think you know, we forget how old Jamie is. Jamie's in his fifties, almost to his sixties, <laughs> and he he's a workaholic. So. Sometimes, bro, you just got to make sure your health is wealth. Make sure you take care of yourself out here. Big facts. Now, the big fight of the season. Javante Tank Davis versus, versus Garcia. What was your thoughts on that fight, bro? You ordered it. Break it down. It went the way I thought it was going to go. I think that you understood a complete fighter versus a fighter with a weapon. It gave very much, not to this level of hype, but you think Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder was known for that knockout punch. Tyson Fury was known for having everything else. So the fact that Javante was able, they was they built it well, no belts, but it was like you got to see Garcia come out, big energy. When he came onto that bullshit ass song, I was like, oh, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Whatever that Christian rock. You see my boy, boy, Chief Keith. Yeah, he, brought see out, that. he brought out Sosa. Yeah, somebody probably died that night, but it's okay. <laughs> but. Sosa brought him out, and it's just like, you know, Garcia came out hot, and then Garcia, and Tank had an answer for everything. He got that first knockdown. I was like, all right. It scared shook Garcia. He didn't know what to do. He hasn't been hit like that for real, except one time, and he came back and won. And then you know that body shot her around the world. That shit going to take even the best fighters down if you, get, if you leave that space open. So it definitely was what I thought. I think that. One thing I'm hoping it does for the sport of boxing, because I've so I've mentioned I've been starting dabbling a little bit just in the training of it just for fun. Like it's a great workout if you're not like into the weight rooms and shit like me. But I think it it'll open that discussion. People want to see, you know, Derek Devin Haney. They want to see Shakur Stevenson. They want to see Tank. There's a lot of boxers in the heavyweight division. We got uh what's it called? Tyson Fury. I see Deontay Wilder was working out recently. We got uh what's the Usyk? I forgot his name, but he's like another major heavyweight. Like, we have a mm-hmm. lot of guys out here who people want to see box and names where it could work. But I think because of the way the sport is set up with different people kind of, you know, you fight you fight under your promoter. So you don't get to see those major big name fights until it's too late. I think it's an important and a good time for boxing, especially to have that kind of limelight with no title and that many pay-per-view buys and that kind of coverage. 
I think it'll be a dope thing to see more of these super fights, hopefully, in the next couple of years. Nah, I definitely. And then, you know, I'm excited. I think, you know, boxing started catching a little wave because, you know, the Jake Paul stuff. But now that it brought it back to actual boxes, I think it was good. And I, I'm I'm excited to see who they face. Um, you know, Javante Davis said that he does have like a hit list of certain people that he wants to face. Hopefully, you know, sometimes they play around with the matchup. But I think I'm down for it, bro. I'm down for it. And the promo for this fight was amazing. I think both of them went and got some of the hottest people in the industry right now to promote it. So now I know that bag is going. I know that bag is going to be nice. You feel me? All right, man. Now on to other news over here. News media niggas is getting fired over here, brother. Oh, D. You got, you got, you got, you got Tucker Carson, and you got my boy Don Lemon. Now Tucker Carson, I'm not too familiar with him. I just know that you know he he be going crazy, and he and he's like a little a, a nigga from the Caucasus Mountain. But Don Lemon though, 17 years, and let go just like that. Now slick, there's alleged rumor that it could be from comments that he made about women. That can possibly be one of the reasons why he is, why he got fired. But I'm going to miss him for the New Year's, bro. That nigga was getting drunk and shit every New Year's celebration, bro. That nigga was, that nigga was doing it up for us. What's your thoughts on, on him getting fired? I think it's just a new age of media. In terms of like Tucker Carlson, like he was the number one primetime news anchor like on cable television. So there's like, I'm not going to speculate on why either nigga got fired. But it's like, it goes to show you like, you could be fucking replaced. <laughs> Going back to my my opening segment, right? So definitely, you know, you just hope they both get well. Which I know they'll land on their feet. I know, like you know, there was this, the rumors that some people were like, oh, maybe Tucker Carlson's because of that Dominion uh, election rigging situation. Maybe that's why they got him. They oh s- yeah, there was like a text message with all with a group chat with all of them niggas saying that like, yeah, they know it wasn't rigged, but they're gonna continue pushing that narrative. Yeah. And then- but- if you if you wanna know, you know most news station be doing bullshit just for the views and stuff. You should you should know this. Some niggas got sued. Once you get sued and there's money involved, <laughs> there's probably some demands to bring that number down. And then Don Lemon, it was also because this option about women is also the option about him. Um, he was asking some very severe questions to a, a, a potential presidential candidate. I think it's just like you said. It's just like it's a new world order. And I think that when people with power, you know, influence, say, "Hey, you're fucking up. I got you getting out the paint." What can you do? And also, it's like, what is loyalty in a professional setting? What does that look like? You know what? And that brings this was off the docket, but that that what you said just resonated to me with the Kai and the Twitch. If you didn't, we didn't really talk about it, but Casanet was banned for like eleven days on Twitch after being the number one streamer due to some a sexual like promoting sexual activity in GTA, which is still crazy to me. Even though this guy made you that, and the only thing you got this nigga was a pair of sneakers, by the way, which was corny, but. Like you said, bro, at the end of the day, if, if if the shit is not your own and you don't have the money for it, bro, you are easily replaceable. So that means, you know, even if you right now, if you're working for someone or you're working for a business, bro, don't put your life behind it if you don't have no equity behind it. If you don't have no ownership behind it, bro, don't don't don't, don't base your life off of it. That's my opinion. That's a fact. All right, okay. This was weird though. I didn't know a prize from the from the Fuji's. That nigga snitch. <laughs> Yo, I was just like, bro, when I saw this headline, bro, I was like, wait, 
surprised. Why the fuck is he in the media and Ooh, working la, with la, Chinese la. people? That's the nigga that's going to call in and tell. That nigga is bro facing twenty two years, bro. Yo, how you snitch so snitch so crazy that you was about to snitch? You tried to snitch to the Chinese government for hundred million. That nigga was wild. He it is one person you don't go against. It's the U.S. government. Like, what is wrong with you? He must have been yo, a he found, yo, yo, he found guilty of 10 counts relating to what prosecution called a foreign influence campaign scheme, which he, was funded by a wealthy Malaysian financer they to offered the, influence in the United States. They offered him $100 million. I did the shit too, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Extradite me, boy. Hey. Get me out of here. Yo, TikTok. If you want, if you want niggas to stand behind you, and when you, when you is the court case for TikTok over already, or they they prolonged it or whatnot? That's not really much they can do. Yo, if you need niggas to speak on your character on your behalf, bro, TikTok. I seen my cash app. Just drop something off real quick. You heard? <laughs> you don't want them to do it that way, bro. You want the wire transfer to a Swiss bit. Never mind. I said too much. Come on now, we've been yo shout 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 to my boy over here who was who was on the episode two two episode. We gonna talk, you feel me? But yo, that was the most randomly shit. What the fuck was he? How the fuck did he was gonna do that, bro? It don't matter. Who the fuck? Who the fuck listened to Prize? He was not even the famous nigga out of the out of out of the Fuji. He, like he, could, he couldn't call Wycliffe and Lauren, and they couldn't they, they couldn't hit these festivals and been dropping propaganda. Somebody, some hippie would have. You saw, you know, Wycliffe stole money from Haiti allegedly. You know, let me get niggas say super is the character. Yeah, you said that. Shit, but you know, Wycliffe over here know how to know how to tick, not know how to you know do something with some bread. How you didn't hit my nigga up for a prize? You're making us look bad over here, bro. This is where you was disappearing all these years for. You know, we have Lauren Lund- we have Lauren Hill showing late to concerts and shit, not showing up. You got Wyclef. She, she in on it too. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you got Wyclef over here, help for Haiti. And then we got you. I ain't gonna lie, the Fugees. They look like they're a criminal enterprise. They definitely like a criminal enterprise. <laughs> they all stealing money. <laughs> Nah, I me mean, niggas gotta do a documentary on y'all niggas. Y'all niggas ain't low over here. I'm about to say, yo, they definitely out here like a, a freaking music cartel. It's over, bro. <laughs> That's a fact. All right, um, let's just let's just talk about Chance the Rapper and his wife real quick. All right, <laughs> you know, last week we talked about Chance the Rapper. I was like, oh, we think his wife is okay with it, right? Nope. Nah. <laughs> yep. She ain't. Got that nigga. She's starting to she's starting the social media sub tweets, bro. He in trouble. He in trouble. He can't go home right now. He's a little boy. She's calling him little boy in her group chat. So if you don't if you don't follow her on social media, she posts on her page uh 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 excerpt from Maya Angelou, which R-I-P. says people don't grow up. Don't marry and have the nerve to have children, but don't grow up. If that wasn't a shot, I don't know what that was, bro. My nigga was just in carnival against some ass. This slacker some ass. He wasn't gonna cheat. He loved his wife. He made a whole album about you. He he. Matter of fact, I could make a case. He sacrificed his career for you because if a couple years ago, the Chance the Rapper, there was placing him to be up there with Drake, and he he started making happy music instead of drug music, and his career plateaued. So for yo for your love. He sacrifices career. You can let this nigga slap some ass in, in Jamaica, okay? You about, this is why black women hate you. This is exactly why black women hate you. 
I be trying to help you out. This is why black women are probably Did I say something wrong? You said bitch be you may said bitch be grateful. That nigga gave up his career for you. Let me snack some ass. That's what you just said. Don't 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 these girls want us to sacrifice for them? I'm sacrificing my career but what happened? for you over here. You can sacrifice everything, but once you embarrass her, it's over. And it was embarrassing. Like I said, what do I say? My perfect my personal point was like, if you gonna go out and have fun, I just don't want to see it. Tell your whole friend to unfollow me. And I don't want it on no shit that nobody I know can have can see it neither. Don't put it on no close friends or you know you're my friends and your close friends. No. Just just have your fun in the dark. Hey, when Shorty was bouncing the ass on him, his friend and his brother removed him from the situation. I think he was in good hands. Okay. They had to remove him. That nigga was like, wait a minute, hold on. Come here. Let me get this. <laughs> I don't see yo, if you if you're familiar with Caribbean culture, you know what it is over there. You feel me? That's it what they don't do. matter. <laughs> you know what I want to do? Let's we should do a social experiment. Now nah, she saw that cho- she saw that chocolate goddess with that fat ass on him. That's what she was upset. Because it's like at a certain point, you marry with kids. Are you really going to the party to grind up on bitches? Sorry, women. That's the question. As, if I go to carnival, yes, no, I no, am. no, but I'm asking the question because I'm like you think about it right are you dating and whatever cool but if you got full-blown cheering are you really in the club shaking ass on motherfuckers or catching some i can't I'm, and i'm well, being, and I'm well, being let's, well, let's be technical it was during the day it was outside that means everybody <laughs> can see that's why i'm, I'm dead. it wasn't outside it was during the day it wasn't at night you know, oh, this girl. can happen during the walk in the park. You, feel, girl, you can walk in the park and get girl, some ass shake oh, on you. you. Is get, that wrong? When you get cuffed up, your girl gonna beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna fuck you up. It's a lot of girls right now that's probably thinking about giving you some coochie that hurts you say that shit. And they's like, this nigga here. Oh, yeah. The, the, the love the love of Poppy Sasson still going on. Lady sent my DM. I'm ready to be boyfriend material. I'm not trying nigga, to be a fun to be nigga. The, you you, feel you me? about to be the fun nigga saying shit like that. <laughs> that's a fun I'm Caribbean. I am Caribbean. Dad, I know what dad, goes on in your carnival. Dad was going, your dad was going to carnival while your mother was at home with the kids? Have you not seen comp? You, you, you've been to compile events. You see how slow grind they, they do over there. While your partner can we, see we don't, we don't do the whole grinding with the booty, but we do the front. It's the front. Do the, the pelvis, slow wine. You feel me? Nah, I ain't going to lie. If, 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 I ain't gonna lie. You might have to punch that nigga if his knee was if his knee was between her legs. So that's when that nigga be doing a little a little slow swoop, little swoop, <laughs> a little yep. swoop yeah. But nigga, you not gonna feel away. <laughs> you not gonna feel away. Your queen is over here compying with the little light skinned Dominican Haitian boy in the corner, and you just gotta sit there like, oh, like a little cuckold. Oh, damn, that's great. That's crazy. Cuckold is crazy. <laughs> crazy. What happened? What well, thought we was talking? What happened? It's like the if nigga, this was five seconds, I let it rock. <laughs> Everybody knows. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to win black as, women. As open as it, five seconds is okay, you know, ladies. I'm about to say, my girl tried to set me up numerous times. Like, oh, go dance with her. I'm like, I'm not stupid. That's a setup. It's a That's fucking a setup. setup. She drunk. She no. She gonna touch. You know how I dance. I'm gonna have fun. And I, we, you in the car, quiet on the way home. And we both sitting here like. What I do, mm-hmm. fucking idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what she gonna do. She gonna hold that. For when she fuck up and be like, "Oh, but you was dancing with bitches right in front of me. Oh, you know that. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> you told me to. So what? You should have known better. Yep, I know better. I, I was raised to know better. <laughs> I'm just saying, chance, chance. The rule, operative word. No cameras. Just happen. I don't blame him. You feel me? He, he he's familiar with Caribbean culture. That is it. It was it was literally a five to ten second little wine that we saw. You know. 
We know what happens. No girl, no girl came out and said that he fucked them. Why would they say that? It doesn't matter. Because you know they clout demons out here. It, it, you're right. It doesn't matter. The perception is all you need. Because now every time you go out, don't you about to go out and grind on bitches? No, I'm going to the grocery store, Karen. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I made an album about my love for you. I sacrificed my career. Hold it down for this 10 second one. And now you're trying to come back. I see it. You're about to be a scumbag. You're about to be a fuckboy and put out some fuckboy music. Exactly. Exactly. You feel me? Just just put him on some acid again and we lit. You feel me? It's lit. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I I already I know the text message your future shorty is going to send me like yo was he outside while I'm be like nah so what's this video why are you holding him up like this I'm be like I'm be like fuck I'm just I'm just I'm just enjoying you know the atmosphere you if, you in, if you're in love with Poppy Sazon just just know just record the love this of Poppy Sazon is still going on I'm ready to be boyfriend material you a fun nigga I, you are officially a fun I'm nigga. Not a fun I don't want to be a fun nigga. Fun that, niggas is not that'd fun be a no fun more. segment. I'm about to see if we can call the home. You know girls. what? Wait, wait, slick, slick. I want to care about your dreams and aspirations. You- I want, I want to be that person that you want to confine in and talk to. I want to be the one that help you build. You know, support you, queen. You know, you, don't, I, you don't have to be that traditional woman and stuff. It's not the 1800s no more. You don't have to cook and clean, mama. I want you to do what you want to do. You know. Oh, I'm gonna build you up. You didn't believe that shit. Let's move on. <laughs> NBA playoffs. Oh my god, this NBA playoffs might be one of them. Tape, 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 tape. Next tape, baby. We outside. Shout out to the Heat. Congratulations, Jay. But you know where we lie on this side right now, bro, bro. Come on now. You thought you thought you, you y'all niggas said that we should have got Donovan Mitchell. Why, nigga? We got Brunson, my nigga. Fuck out of here. With potential you know to make mean? a trade. We our best. We missed two starters and still bust y'all ass, Cleveland. Uh huh. Y'all thought y'all thought y'all was gonna go somewhere. Y'all y'all don't got the king with y'all. Y'all don't got LeBron. Let's Fuck out of here, I'll Jared be, Allen. Get some more swag, Jared Allen. You you you, you dress like Tim Duncan. Fuck that's that's fine. Tim Duncan dressed like a billionaire. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also take a moment though, because I think in the in the Heat went in the Bucks lost, and Giannis said some real shit. I'm not gonna play the clip, oh, but he's definitely fact. just about what did we justify as failure? Because failure is such a powerful word. There is in life, there is definitely disappointment. But if you're breathing, you can put food on your table. There's a roof over your head. Your family is provided for. You are not a failure. So definitely want to take that moment. But the Bucks, the coach Bud, you failed. That nigga had one job. Put them niggas in possession to win, and he failed. But the team players, nah. Coaches make dumb decisions, though. Like, them, them fucking the Lakers coach. That nigga, boy, it was a one-point game. You took the best, the only nigga you had going on out the game. What is wrong with you? Did it twice. Oh, man. And then also, I would give shout-out to Russ. Russ, you, you played... You played your heart out, even though that last game you didn't really play that well stat wise. But I appreciate you for stepping up for a team that you wasn't with the whole entire year. And we got to start talking about breaking up Kawhi Leonard and PG now. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta, we gotta have that conversation. It's been four. It's been four years. Nothing. They had one healthy season and COVID happened. I'm not doing that to them. I'm gonna say I, I'm doing that, bro. Both of them niggas can't stay healthy, bro. Right. He's now he's now with a, a a torn meniscus in his knee. All right, injuries happen. And the nigga, same knee that he got, bro. And then every, what are we doing? Every time the nigga blow up the knee, he come back and average thirty. It was a freak accident. He tore it in game. Average one. thirty every one to three days. <laughs> Fuck it. They play every other game. Honestly, if Paul George was there, they would have been all right. They had two freak injuries that happened, and it's like it's not like they get hurt doing regular shit. They get hurt in the playoffs. 
at some weird shit happens. It's basketball. It's high level, like JJ Reddick said. It's high level basketball. So the strain on your body is crazy. And the things you're trying to do, nobody wanted to play the Suns in that series. And the fact that it was as competitive as it was, even though it was a five a four a five game series, four to one, you could argue that they could they should have won won a game three or five. Hey, that's my take. Suns, they they could be beat. They could be beat. But they know, can be beat. By who? There's only other team that I, got, I think that got a chance against the Suns is the Warriors. The Lake, I mean, the Lake. The thing about the Lakers is the Lakers shows show spots where they can be better than them. If they don't close out, the even in the games that they won so far against the Grizzlies, they didn't really close out that well. So that's my only problem with them. And with a with a dangerous person like Kevin Durant, Father Tom is undefeated, and he is knocking on Bron. I know Bron is on the foot injury shit, but he is undefeated. And Bron looked pedestrian yesterday. And if we don't care about the regular season and the playoffs, hold on, hold on, hold on. is it it's pedestrian for his standards though? If it was a regular player, it wasn't going to be that. Yeah, fifteen bad. and nine. That's role player. That's what Evan Mobley should have been doing. <laughs> hey, but he just came off of twenty twenty over here. Yeah, LeBron James. The rebounds and the defense was nice. He had twenty two points. He's averaging under twenty five points a game for the series. When has he ever done that? You feel me? I mean, because you got AD. AD be pissing me off, though. AD be looking like the best player ever, and then this nigga turns to be to be a backup center sometimes, bro. AD got to be more consistent, too. Right. He pissing me off. It's the injuries. They're, 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 they're in a good position, though, because like I said, they got Beasley's contract. They could trade that. D'Lo, mm-hmm. sign and trade. If you want to go to Dallas, we can bring Kyrie back. You get that offense. That's what they need. You can, you have to sign Reeves and Hachimura back. Vanderbilt is a it's great a kid. Darvin Hunt, him should be playing Mo Bamba. You want to play a skinny big man? At least Mo Bamba can guard the rim. I'm not no disrespect to Waylon Gabriel. Troy Brown is okay. Belani Walker is a bucket. Like you got pieces that make sense. Like the fact that they were this good. Imagine if they had the ability to not be the seventh seed. Like they would have this team for the whole year. They have them all next year. They all come back, right? You have a chance to upgrade your lineup, make some moves. You have a first round pick that's in the top fifteen or seventeen picks, right? You're in a good space. You could have a, a very competitive team. So it's just a matter of like, well, right now, Father Tom is showing, okay, Braun being a role player, it's working. But you need that consistent. If Braun's going to be a number two or number three option, you need somebody that's going to come in and give you, you know, that 25 points that he used to give you in his sleep. But he can still do it, though. He can still do it. And I think he might, I think he might have a point to prove next game. And I think he's going to try to close it out so they could – Get a little bit of rest. They're going to get an extra day off and have to go play Golden State, where they figured out that bringing Draymond off the bitch at this stage in his career is the is the right fucking move. That's Bro, dangerous. Sacramento, y'all killing me right now, Sacramento. They're young. They're young. But the thing about you... That's why I want them. That's when I want the Lakers to face them. Because cause, cause they, they... I already know when LeBron put that pressure and you facing him, they might crumble under that. The Warriors is not going to crumble. Steph... Clay, Draymond, not scared of LeBron, not not in a bad way, but they done had their bouts with him and got the better of him. So they're not coming in with that fear. Yeah, they got the better of him as just those three in a straight up series where everybody with everything one time equal, when everything's equal when all stars are playing. No, we don't. I don't count that 2016 shit. Oh yeah, but but you know, but what I'm saying in their mind, they might not have that they same have regard never, as, as they Sacramento. Have, they have. have, and I will say this on wax. They have no, if, when the chips are even. I get it. It happens. Injuries happen in the playoffs. So they got one ring over him. 
but they have never, when it's three on three, whooped his ass in a playoff series. If they get him this year, cool. But I'm not taking that because if Ky- and we were already down one star. If Kyrie doesn't break his kneecap, you could argue the the Cavaliers win that series. That's fact. We I won. We, we won two games. We should have won game one. Kyrie doesn't break his kneecap. We win game one. Three one. What happens? Who knows? Maybe we talk about I agree with you. Well, I'm excited. I hope they close them out. Knicks in Miami. I, I feel like that's going to be a great series. It is a winnable for either side. It's definitely winnable for either side. I, you can't even. Yeah, I can't argue because the Heat just didn't beat Giannis without Tyler Hero. And, 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 and Jimmy Buckets. Hemi. Hemi, Hemi Butler. I'm going to be that guy. Is it sustainable? Does he do it? No, no, no. no. He, he's inconsistent. No, I'm I, talking about. No, he's been the greatest consistent in a five-game series. But, but there's, there's time in, in the playoffs when he's been inconsistent. Like the bubble, he was inconsistent. You could, too. I mean, he got them to the, he averaged like 26. He's a great playoff player. I'm just asking because right now he's averaging 38 points a game. Is he doing that for this Knicks series? And, if, and if, if by chance they win, can he do it in that Eastern Conference series, final series? That's the question. So at some point, you got to be like, all right, what are you doing? You know, is my body going to keep up? And that's what I'm really looking to see because I think the fact that Bam had a 20 point triple double the last game it opens things up i think and they let him be the point guard they, he was just i ain't well i didn't know he could pass like that why did why they just let him be the point guard just passing it off only thing bam can't do is shoot if bam can shoot he's looking at a top a top 15 player if bam can shoot so i, I agree with you on that one. so i'm looking forward to i really am rooting for the knicks if the knicks can make the conference finals after being projected to finish in the play-in when i tell you it's gonna suck to say it. Thibodeau's not gonna get fired for the next five years. He gonna ride. He gonna ride high over that. <laughs> I like. I like. Oh shit! Damn. Never heard. Well, I love. But I love it though because you know New York is bringing that energy. Yo, I've been seeing niggas been going crazy on the Ave by by by, by MSG. Niggas been going crazy. I love. I love. You feel me? Like like shout out to Mall from New Orleans Mall. It's NBA is always good when the Knicks is in the playoffs. But this is like we haven't seen no shit like this since we was in fucking like grade school. Like these niggas have a there there is a a legitimate argument with health if one of those two starters can come back that the Knicks will be in the Eastern Conference playoffs, conference finals. Excuse me, the Eastern Conference finals. I'm not looking past Miami. I think that's one thing you can't do as a fan, but. With good health, because Celtics, Celtics is looking a little shaky. It I ain't gonna lie, they booked a double book. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's fucked up. They double booked because they thought the Hawks was gonna get them shits out of there. Though I ain't gonna hold you, that was fucked up. Don't even think about it though. There's a scenario we beat the Celtics. What three to one? Or we're tied two two. We played mm-hmm. the Celtics probably out of all the big the big three East teams: Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. That's the team we played the best against all year. In the last two years, even when we were shitty last year. So you could make an argument that we have a puncher's chance if that was to be the conference final series. You feel me? So I'm just like the possibilities, knowing that your team did not just go, didn't pull a Brooklyn and get swept, no offense, they were in a bad situation. But knowing that the Knicks have a chance to go to a conference finals with a puncher's chance, they have more than a puncher's chance in the semifinals, with a puncher's chance, they can be with an earshot of the finals without having a dominant perimeter weapon. No off ball, no wing guy that's going to go get you a guaranteed thirty every night, and they can throw different looks at you. It sets us up. We have our picks, we have trade bait, we have a lot of things going for ourselves. We got youth, we got depth. Like we could get something going. 
I agree. I agree. All right. Before we get to our song of the week, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Yo, if you wasn't rocking with us before, and you was trying to rock with us previous season because we was looking good, even though we had a bum-ass quarterback, don't rock with us now. Don't rock with us. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. Gang green. Y'all niggas wasn't with us struggling. Nigga since fucking Joe Namath, to be honest with you. <laughs> Even, like I I mean I've been a Knicks, I've been I've been a Jets fan since um Curtis Martin. I still got my Curtis Martin jersey. You know, damn well that shit don't fit. It don't. But I keep it because you know that was my favorite player for the for for the Jets. But don't rock with us now. Stay on that side. Especially and all you Knicks all you Knicks shout out to my boy Gib, Gibby. You feel me? He been exposing some of you, you fake New York Knicks fans as well. Don't come to the Jets side either. You see New York doing good in the sports world right now. And also, we want to give a shout-out to Lamar Jackson. He just became the highest NFL player today. The niggas is winning, dog. All the niggas. Come on. Come on now. They finally stopped playing with my guy and gave him his money. And and NFL draft is going to happen soon. We give a breakdown when that happens. We're not going to talk about it. I want to talk about Mikey Burns real quick. Bro, yo, yo, all you young ballers out there, bro. Don't feed into the social media hype, bro. Stay humble, bro, because we've been talking about this nigga Mikey Williams for years. And I feel like he's one of those young niggas who let that social media shit get to his head. Opposed to be a person committed to Memphis, now facing gun charges, and, and not only facing having guns, but also shooting guns. Bro, it's just sad to see, because you feel me? A nigga fucking up his opportunity for what? Why are you in the position? Why are you even in the area where you need to use your gun, bro? That's a Philly. So hopefully you get his shit together. Should've known better when this nigga started getting tattoos and doing all that wild shit. <laughs> That's when that nigga start falling off the deep end. All right, though. So let's get to our song all the week. Please exit if you're watching this on YouTube and go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether that is Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. You name it, we are on there. Or you can go to our Spotify playlist or Apple Music playlist to go listen to our previous song of the week. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Oh, Mr. R&B is back for some jams, man. The first joint I got, this is off. This is Dende off his new project. This is called Block Me. Everything remind me of where we went wrong And I won't say I'm depressed But I just don't feel my best Cause you told me what was right But I just kept turning left I never knew that you could turn your back so long I guess self-preservation really kicked in strong And I see you live your best Life on the ground on stress Cause I dread the day I check And you posting up who's next Who's next Yes, that was Dende. That sounds bro. fire. Yeah, Dende. I told you, I got the jams, bro. Dende, that shit. Oh, you said dense. This is second project, so definitely make sure I check that out. Um, next joint, 
I ain't gonna front. I was skeptical. Put this out because it's definitely like an LGBTQ friendly song. But I was like, "Fuck it, this is great music, and we gonna celebrate great music on this right. podcast." This is Saint Harrison and Tiana Major. This is Homies. I love Tiana Major. She's a great artist. But we got to start talking about R&B niggas with the pink hair over here. Shout out to St. Harris, but you know, you had pink um, um, uh, pink sweats. I ain't gonna lie. I support it, though. I support it. Signature look over there. Okay, my song of the week. I ain't gonna lie. I don't have no R&B for y'all over here this week. It's straight, it's straight slappers, though. I played DDG this summer last um, couple episodes ago. He came back with I'm geeking, DDG, let's go. I'm on a whole nother level, I'm geeky. You think you fucking with me, boy, you tweaking. Ready for war, I just need me a reason. I'm getting buckets in regular season. Honestly wondering when I'm gonna lose it. Come get your wifey, she with it, she choosing. Maybe I be driving yourself, I be cruising. I got the game in my motherfucking pocket. All of this rapping and shit, just an option. I'm finna cook in this stupid crocket. I'm finna take off and rap like a rocket. Hop on a yacht in Miami and surf it. With hella bitches, they drinking and twerking. Don't post on stories, my shorty be lurking. Can't stop the ground for no bitch, it ain't worth it Go to Milan for the week of the fashion Addicted to dressing, I drip with a passion Yo nigga know I'm that nigga, just ask him Look at the diamonds, they hitting, they dancing I'm from the trenches, I learn how to hustle I get the cabbage, the lettuce, the brussels I make a million, then triple, then double Upgrade the Glock with a laser and muzzle I'm on a whole nother level, I'm geeky Shout out to DDG over there. I'm geeking. Fuck with you. Now, next song, I ain't gonna lie. Little Yachty, I don't know what the fuck to talk about with Little Yachty, son. He's making songs that it should not be good, but this shit is fucking catchy. Like, this shit, like the Poland song. This Poland song shouldn't have been as catchy as it is. And this song is climbing up the wave, and it shouldn't be as catchy, but this shit is a bop, for real. This is Little Yachty, Strike. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 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 Mm. Mm. It's us. Mm. I've been falling. I was geeking. 
I was high as fuck, tweaking. I was trying to strike shit. I was trying to strike shit. I was trying to strike shit like a match late night. Yeah, strike like I missed it. Strike like I hit the pin. Strike like I'm not gonna work. Strike, strike. You know that shit on real when you already do. You know that guy ain't sip on drink till it's early. Yeah. All of this Bottega shit I shopped at Burlington. Drink man had cracked the seal. I begged him to sell it to me. Stars in the roof. This shit ain't nothing. I switched the coupe. Oh, bitch, she like that go take shrooms, look like Betty Boop She and me, poppin' SRTs and do Fruity Loops He can't play me bank, I switch out whips like they switch out shoes There's a gun in my holster I ain't gonna lie to you, he got it Shout out to Lil Yachty, that was Lil Yachty Strike you can go listen to our previous songs of the week on the Apple Music playlist or in our Spotify playlist link in in the bio. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. <laughs> All right, all right. We got a couple of topics to go about today. All right, okay. So once again, Slick, we, you came with a lot of choice this week. We're going serious or we're going to have fun. All right, I'm drunk, so let's have fun. Let's go. All right. What celebrity would you risk a sexual disease to fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? What? All right. If, if, okay. What's the, okay? Picture a celebrity that you have like this insane crutch for, but they might have a sexually transmitted disease. Like HIV. Would like, you? What? 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 Would you still have sex with them? What's the disease? You got them diseases out there. That's how I go by tiers oh. of diseases. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know what? Let's start off a little light. Let's start off a little light. Chlamydia. We're gonna start off a little. Oh, the burn. Yeah, the, the you know the clap clap. Oh, you know I love I love Sonalita. She give me the clap. <laughs> you get the clap for Sonalita. I would. I just one of. I I have to do it. Uh, would you? Would you? Would you get herpes for Sonalita? No, no, that's not that shit. Now you can tell me suppress it. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> I need to be able to brag about that one. Shit, hurt. So Sonalita to pull up to you like yo, I. You, you're a handsome young man. I want to fuck you. I want to do. I want to suck your dick from the back. I'm nothing right but there. I'm nothing one, myself. Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> I'm nothing myself. But she goes like, "Yo, but I got herpes. Got the herp derp? Nah, I'm like, Shh. you got it everywhere. <laughs> I'm not flaring up right now. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm at the strap. I'm Technically, like, we all have herpes. Technically, we all do. You're right, Danny. But I feel like I would save my herpes car for something a little bit more braggable. Like, so not like this is my personal choice. Like, I'd be like, "Ooh, girl, I've loved you since loving basketball." Like, oh man, who? I don't even know what celebrity I would pick, though. I'm thinking, oh, Alan May. Oh, I get the hurt. Okay, dirt. okay. I, get, I get the hurt dirt from Scissor. New Scissor. You might, you might actually. <laughs> I get the hurt dirt from Scissor because I'm like from Scissor because she loves Pisces men. I'm a Pisces man. I feel like you don't get the hurt from scissor though. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a house husband after that. Fuck yes, I'm dropping off grade A dick, and she's gonna have me in. The, hey, your grand is my man. Oh, nah, if, if, if Kalani pull up to me, say she had HIV, I still hit. Oh, you're wilding. <laughs> you're wilding. You're ODing. HIV, that's different. 
that is different. You're wilding. I'm just talking about a little cold sore here or there, some shit, a little flare up. I ain't saying nothing. Yo, I gave you one of those prep preps. One of the preps prep, my nigga. We gooch, my nigga. nigga as soon as you say, I got, just gotta get it 48 hours before. As soon as you I say you got HIV, I'm not, uh, this gonna be this might not go. She said, told me you got HIV. I'm like, oh, you sucking dick. I knew it, bitch ass nigga. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get us canceled because you assuming something. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just had to be a little wild real quick. I, I don't really. You're lucky it. this is not June. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should. Woo. Dodge the bullet there. All right. Hold on. My, my, okay. Vanessa, Vanessa Hutchins she, has she, been my crush since I've been. You do love her. You do love her. Uh, yeah. So I'll, a little, a little herp, herp for her. Definitely. Definitely for, for, for Vanessa. Kaylani, Alame. Yo. Tell her Jennifer Lawrence. Let me get a little, let me get a little, let me get a little white chocolate. You got two white girls on your list? <laughs> Huh? You got two white girls on your list? What two white girls? Vanessa's not white. What the fuck? She's Asian. <laughs> Asian and Spanish. I ain't never never mind. I was about to say, I, I drank too much today. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say some more. <laughs> Only reason why Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence don't have like that sex appeal is her personality. The reason why I would matter of fact, I mean we take Jennifer Lawrence off because Jennifer Lawrence is more of her personality more than her looks for me. Per se, you be fucking funny hoes. Oh, the funny hoes is the best. They be they 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 don't want that be queefing and they, they you be, have a good laugh for her after as she queef. I ain't go front. A funny hoe, a, a funny girl has got me out of my drills a, a, a few times, but still, come on now. But I'm just saying, you, and they gonna be laughing during sex. I gonna have fun. It's gonna be entertaining. You feel me? What? Bitch, do a little do a little pussy fart and she laugh. Oh my god, I'm pussy. You're not- <laughs> Why did I drink for this episode? What the fuck? What is wrong with you? Nah. 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 Okay, let's go to the next nah. topic. Nah. <laughs> I try to think, is there another celebrity that could that have me, uh, that could compromise my body? Oh, <laughs> uh, Megan Good? Oh, I've had to put Megan Good there. Megan Good been looking good. Yo, since yo, she came so back she, to the, so the, the, the devil, she found she Satan looking good. She found Satan and sex appeal. I was like, it's a fucked up thing because I, I was fucking my man. He wrote some good books, but I was like, you, was, you can't keep a bad bitch. Let them titties hang. I'm like, oh, Megan. I think okay, this, I she, see. You. She she had her time to be sad and recoup. She saw all her friends twerking and shit on, on the fucking Ooh. TV show. She's like, I'm outside. Ooh. Okay, for 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 the young for the for the younger women, Justina Sky. I want to date her, but fuck, I risk Justina. She fire and Coco Jones. Oh, I see you. What HIV? Has been looking <laughs> good, and she, and she she look like she can. She 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 know how to she know how to do something on some dick. You know? How old is this? Make girl that that. <laughs> how old is this girl? That she <laughs> Hold on. Okay, let's get serious right now. Let's get serious. <laughs> let's get serious. Why did I play this? I should have said serious. Why did I play this fucking game? Like All right, before we get back to something, All right, I'm pissed off at Steve Harvey. I sent it. I sent the clip to you on on Twitter, so you can load that up. Well, Twitter, you know Shannon Sharp. You know Uncle Shay Shay. Feel me? Shout out to him, Club Shay Shay. He podcast. So you know Steve Harvey went on there. Shout out to Steve Harvey. Respect him as a as a person, as a brother. You feel me? But Steve Harvey had to say this about dating this generation. Let me know when you're ready, Slick. You said Twitter, my fault. I'm drunk. I was on TikTok looking like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) But he has something to say regarding dating in this generation. And I have a real problem with what he's promoting. I got you. But that's what's wrong with this generation today. 
These young boys today, what do she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. Okay, you could cut that off. Um, Steve, respectfully, these are not the girls from your generation. These girls are telling us they pussy pink and they booty hoe is browns. Mm-hmm. And telling us to take us to downtown. Now this is now I'm not gonna have this debate about what bring to the table. I don't. We don't really do that red pill shit over here. And also, we already done had that conversation, and that's beat down. My problem is old niggas like you and other niggas that try to feed into this traditional shit. This is a new age. These girls are not the same girls from your generation. These girls are not having the same thoughts as you. Some of these women do not want to be married. Some of these women do not want to have kids. You cannot try to restrict us young fellas out here to the standards that should not be applied to this day. And this is the problem that we are having now. You're telling guys to be traditional and to do this while the other side is being more modern. Where the fuck is the balance is going to happen? And also, my nigga, no disrespect, but you're the last nigga I'm taking dating advice from. No, no, I I respect your business. I respect you as a mentor. I respect you, what you do for the community, you know, part of the D9 organization and whatnot. But uh, you a nigga that had, you on your third marriage. Are you traditional? Nigga, you, you cheated on your first wife with your side chick, and you cheated on that one and you got with that one and you you married her and then you took care of the kids you nothing that you did was traditional i need you and them old niggas with that mindset shut the fuck up forever because this is what perpetuating guys and the reason why i don't do the red talk for women no more because there's women are they having their internal affairs like i said i stop it before because now women are having that debate there's women that's going against all that stuff so we let them do their thing over there but we need to do some regulation on our side, I don't mind being the protector and provider and doing all those things, but us men need to stop holding us to these traditional values as much as because y'all forgetting the context of it. Y'all, y'all love talking about being traditional, but y'all forget the context of it all. There was a reason why we was able to be this way. There was a reason why in this day and age, there's no middle class. Niggas can't take care of a family off of one income. Niggas cannot take care of a family off of one income anymore, bro. So off the rip, shit has to change regardless. And and like I said, women are in the revolution right now. Shout out to them. They, they, they're progressing. They're, they're redefining what a woman is. And like I said before, we have to redefine what being a man is as well. Yes, we can continue to provide and protect, but there's other stuff that needs to occur for, for, to, for there to be a balance. And you holding us to this traditional standpoint is not going to have no type of balance at all. And it's going to be detrimental. And that's why I'll be having this whole gender war now. That's my piece, Slick. What you got to say? I don't disagree with him. I feel like the reason that we do have the discourse that we do about relationships and roles and gender roles and whatnot 
is because a lot of us haven't seen that, you know, traditional mindset of like, yo, man does this, woman does that. And we are in an era where, like you said, is it is not it's not traditional. It's not one one income can you know provide for a family. You're not buying a house with off of sixty thousand dollars a year. You're not. But at the same yeah. point, can't buy a house off a hundred thousand today. <laughs> you can't. But what do we see, men and women on the internet, particularly even in conversations and passing with our friends? Whether it's what do we see that they want? Each party wants those traditional things. A man wants men and women both want loyalty. Women want to be catered to and spoiled. A man wants a woman that's going to be sexy and cook and clean, right? It still comes into that conversation. However, it's also like, well, there's a lot of red tape that forces us to kind of look for other things in that situation, right? And I think that's what mm-hmm. Steve Harvey's trying to say, though. At the end of the day, we're having meaningless conversations about what you should and shouldn't do or what you should and shouldn't be, and that's getting us farther away from the goal. And I think that's something that you we have to stop doing. We have to be like, all right, cool. You know what? Yeah, you're like, what do you bring to the table? No, so what do I look for in a partner? You're never going to find 100% of it. Let's keep that a buck on either side. Exactly. And we the also, 80-20 rule. And we also know that people are... They will go off of what they see, what people say. Like, if you were a dude and you're like, oh, all these go to girls, I'm like, say they want this kind of niggas, I'm going to be that kind of nigga. Or the girls say, oh, this, what, the, oh what, this, what this kind of guy wants, I want this, I'm going to be this type of girl. That's not conducive because it's not you. It's not you. Instead, put in the work to be able to, when that person comes up, yo, I can take care of this. I got the crib. I pay for, you know, I got the rent. It's a, we're, we're lucky to be in a situation where both parties can, can do what they need to do to make a situation work. <laughs> but there's nothing I can take care of something. I'm the person that can take care of X, Y, and Z. I'm the person that can do X, Y, and Z. And I agree. And I agree. And you're saying great things. Like, And I 100% agree. But what they're talking about is having an old mindset of, of things. But but my problem with both parties, with men and women, is to talk about certain, certain things like there was in con- is not other context that you're missing in the argument. You can't just pinpoint one thing of tradition and base everything off of it because then you don't know the whole history behind it understood because for because you're talking about protecting and providing you're talking about oh guys doing that but what is then then you asking us to be emotionally intelligent which is which is great i don't mind that and then you saying why did what girls bring to the tip we can't so when we're emotional intelligent Cause you gotta understand back then and in, in Steve in Steve Harvey's generation, they didn't really have emotional intelligence as far as guys. There was no outlet for both parties, to be honest with you, but mostly for guys. They found their vices through other things. They had other they had they had they had other ways to relieve to relieve tension. That's why back then they didn't really talk to nobody. They died early, <laughs> were stressed out, drink. Probably had an affair. That's why sometimes some of your grandparents, when your when your grandfather died, you saw a lot of different other family members there that you never saw before in your life because he had a whole lot of family on the side. Because he instead of instead of talking stuff out and finding someone compatible and finding all of this, he just did the duty as a man. Yeah, but that's still how's it different from today? Because we have DMs. You could cheat. Without. No, no, I'm not saying no, but that's a totally different factor with no, the whole I'm, no, stuff. But, but I'm, it's just access. But I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm you're gonna, talking about just protecting the body and being like the old guys. And I'm just like, wait, the old guys had a bunch of problems. But they had less to worry about. 
We have a lot to that's work. That's true. We have a lot more to that's work. That's why that's and but you made my point right there. That's why we can't just be have that simple mind state of just or, protect and provide. Or we could just communicate and just not Oh yeah, no, I'm, and, I, agree I think we're saying the same thing but from a different thing, standpoint. But I'm saying like I see nothing wrong with what Mr. Harvey said because at the end of the day, you got the right one, you are going to do that. Right? Yes. And I think a lot of times people settle. A lot of times people said bullshit and instead of walking away or instead of trying to no not not want to say negotiate but for lack of better words negotiate the terms of your relationship it's easier to cheat or it's easier to, to you know do and the, ingrain these bad habits and be like oh i'm just gonna be this type of person because i can't emotionally put myself make myself vulnerable yeah and i think that, but 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 my thing is it is a it is a negotiation it is a negotiation when you're building a life with someone they say marriage is a business deal if i'm actually what you if, if, if i'm gonna bring all this xyz to you what are you going to be in reciprocate for that? At the end of the day, this is a two-way street. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to feel satisfied in this relationship as well. This is not all about you and it's not all about me. We have to come and have the discussion, but to automatically, Hey, bro, you just protect and provide. Just don't, don't ask what this, that it's, 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 it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy idea for me. I think that especially especially when especially when it, I couldn't stand I couldn't stand his standpoint more if women were still acting like the women from his generation. Not saying that women acting now is different or bad or worse or anything. No, I'm just saying if they were following the same suit as women in his generation, and he came tell and he was like, "Yo, act this way," then cool, I'm with it. But when we have women and women are saying they're not moving that way, and which. It's up to your opinion how you view it. You can't have a subject to this way of your thinking. You know what I mean? No, I I get it. I I just like I said, I feel like it just goes into the vetting process. So many times, like, what do we hear niggas say? Oh, I got a bad bitch. All right, is that bad bitch good for your mental? Is she good for your chicken? If she's not, then she's probably not wife material. And no matter how many yeah. times you try to communicate this to somebody, they might not see it. That's why I said it's not the wrong provider protecting, but it has to be for the right one. If you have exactly. apprehensions and you can't communicate it, then yeah, then you're not probably not the right one. But and if and if and if I ask you what do you bring to the table, I mean, I, I don't support that question. I think you know we could do what women do and act in different ways. But you know, I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes I think what women have a problem with it. This is my speculation is that the, the directness and I think it's kind of like a question of their existence. So, fellas, you can ask that question in a different format or in multiple questions. It's not even about that. Like when you really think about that question, it's literally just like. I'm afraid to commit to you because I don't know what the fuck. What do I get out of this? And I, I will be totally candid. My biggest fear relationship my whole life has always been like, yo, I need to know if you're not going to change your mind. Because I think that that's something I could never understand. But women change and, it. And that's a fear that guys have. We have statistics. We have data to, to support. To support that fear. You have over 50% of marriage divorce. You have out of those 50%, 80 70 to 80 percent was initiated by women 80 percent if she was if, if she was educated and then in that in that resort majority of men are the one that has to pay and lose out everything i'm not saying it's a bad thing still get married I'm, i still want to get married i still want to do all that good shit i'm not not trying to bash women we had that fear so when a guy you have to understand we we know this we have seen other guys suffer from this so when we do take that next step we want to make sure this is our one and done deal. Yeah, you're right. 100% on that. But does that mean you don't do your job to secure that? Because I think if you, I think that there's no worse feeling 
than knowing you could have done more in a situation. So oh, yeah, as fact. a man, in my job, if I see you as potentially the one and we're in a position, again, being in a position is very important. Being in a position to be able to support in some ways. What my, Like you said, modest support. You're not buying a house on 60000 or more. But if you're making $80,000 a year, there's some things you can do. Or if you're able, amicable, like you want to build a life, you might not be able to do it here. We got to do it somewhere else. You know, and, yeah, and, and, and if you and if you have time, if she is if she is working, then nigga, fucking clean, fucking help her out with the kids, cook a meal or two out of the week, yeah. support her in that way. And I think that that's probably what he was saying in old nigga words. We just young nigga fought it. Okay, so I meet you in the middle. He just said it in a way that I think like, and it's not more so for him per se. It's more so just that niggas try to be the stereotypical traditional man, and I'm just like, bro. Yes, we can still have those qualities, but we have to have a res- we have to have a revolution of ourselves. Now we could do it after the women. Let the women get their shit off first. We, there's no really no time date for when they figure themselves out. I feel like right now they're in a revolution for good, and they're finding out who what what it means to be a woman for themselves. We could do it after them, or we could do it alongside of them. What? That's what I'm saying. No, I'll save it for the Patreon. That wasn't gonna be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't gonna be a good but, one. Um, I was like, ooh. I had to catch myself. <laughs> but, you know, we could do it alongside of them, but we're going to have that talk within the male community of redefining what a man is. A man is just not a protector and a provider. He is much more than that. Absolutely. He is also a human being as well with feelings and emotions, and, and he, wants to, he wants to feel satisfied in the relationship as well. Yeah. I think, that, I think like you're on a great tangent. Both parties have to feel valued as people, not just in, as role players. So while you do have roles to play, you have to first be comfortable in yourself and comfortable in what your dynamic and your relationships are. And then you can play certain roles. Uh, do you think the women will get upset with me? I didn't even talk about the women out there. I don't want them bashing me out here. It don't Is, matter. What, good? It doesn't matter what they're saying. Cause we're talking about it from the perspective of men. I think that women have to understand and know this. Like you said, you said it very well earlier. I was proud of you. That we don't just want to be protectors and provide. My job is not just to protect you and provide for you, for you to have a comfortable life. Our job is to make sure that our lives are both working for the benefit of both parties. Right? So you might not like what I'm saying, but there's truth in what I'm saying. And I'm not belittling you. I'm not meeting you and me telling you that I need you to also, if you want this out of me, or I'm striving for this for you, there are things I need for you to do for me. So it's nothing wrong with it. It's just like there's it's accountability on both sides. Cause like you said, you're no women are no longer cooped up in the house. Niggas are no longer working fifteen hours at the sawmill. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> That's a fact. And you feel me? All right. So that was good. So all right, just to close it out, you know, we gotta do our choose one scenario over here real quick before we end it off, slick. All right, slick. Would you rather take an inch off your height and add it to your dick? Or take an inch off your dick and add it to your height? Tough one right there. I'm taking the inches off my height. Fuck out of here. I'm six seven. I could lose a couple inches off my height. Add it to my dick. I'm in dingo out here. Dick. Yeah. It's lit. Uh, Porn store OnlyFans is out here. <laughs> I'm about to say it because an extra inch, I'm only six three. So it's not changing that much for me. So yeah, I'm probably adding it to my dick. I'm swinging. What? I'm swinging. It's like the fucking the episode of the boys with the nigga, his superhero prowess. He had an extendo dick. I'm swinging that shit everywhere. Except that yo, that's what. Yo, no homo. No homo. Pause, pause, pause. Oh, shit. See, I told you. It was always a question for one piece. I was niggas was asking like, yo, Luffy could stretch, right? Oh, and that, that nigga That nigga be going to pound town. Pound town. We have to pound town. Bo Bo be going crazy for that's why Bo be going crazy. Well, it was like, go go rocket boy is over, boy. 
anime I'll characters. Take a couple inches. I feel like I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I say this a lot. Being tall is not for the weak, and you know everybody think, oh yeah, you're tall. Nigga, it's hard out here being tall sometimes. The knees be hurting and shit. You can't find certain shit. That, yeah, can't find certain stuff. And then when you buy certain stuff that should be your size, it's not in your size. Because <laughs> sometimes I, I wear thirty four on my um. What's the what's the inseams? A length thirty four. Yeah. yeah, the length thirty four. There's certain thirty fours that don't fit me. Some shit be looking like high waters, and then certain thirty fours fit perfectly. So it's kind of like a hit or miss. So. I always said my prime years when I thought I was the shit was when I was six three six four. So if you want to cut off three three inches off my height, it's lit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Once I realized I wasn't going to play basketball in, in, in the league, I was like, yeah, I could be six one, six one to work just fine. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, that was a good episode. I think we we covered a lot of stuff. There's a lot of toxic topics, a little good debates on good things. I hope you enjoy this. Um, please follow us on all social media at this might not go at gmail dot. Oh shit, I fucked up. But hey, we at the end. So if you stayed here, you fuck with us for real, for real. <laughs> please follow us on all social media at this might not go well. If, and please email us for any business opportunity at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most. Uh, I'm not even going to say him, him, because I just fuck up the whole intro. I'm just B Breeze, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. It's your boy, Slick Grace, and we appreciate y'all. Thanks for rocking. Y'all be great. we see y'all next week. To Kyle. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take. We not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.